Entrepreneur on Fire bonus, April 2015's income report. John Lee Dumas presents EO Fire and FreePodcastCourse.com. Launch your podcast in 15 days and ignite. Fire Nation in the house, JLD coming at you live. John Lee Dumas with Entrepreneur on Fire's April 2015 income report and wow, we have some pretty awesome things scheduled for our little chat here today. But before I go any further, let me just uh, let my co-hosts give a little Fire Nation hello. We have Josh and Kate. What's up, guys? What's up, Fire Nation? What's going on, Fire Nation? Boom, Fire Nation. I will say this. March was not a great month in the trajectory of Entrepreneur on Fire Income. I mean, it was still a lot of income rolling in the doors, but expenses were super high. Revenues were down to previous months for sure. April 15, we did turn things around. Gross income was $298,195. So, a lot higher revenue, and our expenses were a lot lower too, $71,460 for a total net profit in April of $226,734.50. So it was almost an $80,000 increase between April and March on the positive side. So really excited about that. We're going to get into some details about why that happened and also some things that we really struggled with in April as well because we struggled with a few things for sure. But first, I am going to turn it over to our accountant who's going to be talking to us about how to turn travel into a tax write-off. So you definitely want to hear this, but don't go anywhere because I'm going to be talking in a little bit about a new project that I'm working on. We're going to give you some fire path updates. We're going to talk about the podcast cruise and tropical think tank. So this is kind of a water episode, but uh, <laughs> stick around. We got some great things coming up and Josh, take it away. Yeah, John, I'm uh, I'm pumped about the tip this month. And I'm, I'm sure for Fire Nation, the, those who are really paying attention to your expenses every month, they've probably noticed that you guys typically deduct a lot of travel costs. We do. And I think, yeah, and I think this has been especially true lately. And, you know, while I'm sure that you and Kate do plenty of work while you're on this travel, I'm guessing that you guys also enjoy your, yourselves while you're over there, right? <laughs> Can't help myself. Fun in the sun. <laughs> exactly. So how are you guys writing off all these travel expenses when it involves at least a little bit of non-business purposes? And the answer is all in the beauty of the tax code. All right. So they've heard me and they've heard John. I'm sure they've heard Kate talk about how the tax code just favors entrepreneurs over employees, right? And one of my favorite ways to take advantage of this is with travel, okay? By writing off your travel as a business expense, you can actually decrease the cost of your travel by as much as 25 to 50%, depending on the tax bracket you're in. But this is not as simple as just taking your laptop with you when you travel and doing a little bit of work in the, in the office over there, okay? This has to be a legit, clear business reason you're making the trip for, okay? It has to be something that directly increases the bottom line in your business. So like most strategies, writing off your travel all comes down to planning ahead, and as we head into summer here and hit kind of the peak travel season, I want to give you three tips for making your travel as tax deductible as possible. 
So tip number one is to plan your vacations around conferences, masterminds, and meetups. And I know John and Kate, you guys are masters at this, right? (laughs) So this is the absolute best way you can turn your personal travel into business travel and take that tax deduction. So let's say that you want to take a family vacation to Portland, Oregon this summer. Okay. And you know that the World Domination Summit is held in Portland, Oregon in July. So you plan your, your family vacation around this conference. You attend the conference while you're on vacation. And all of a sudden, this family vacation is significantly tax deductible. Okay. A huge way to do it. Another great way. And I, I think, John, you do this what quarterly, I think, is like a mastermind yeah. meetup with other people in your masterminds. You guys go somewhere to have a little travel. This is tax deductible, okay? Could be just as simple as meeting with a client. It could be as simple as meeting with suppliers or vendors or whatever you have in your business. But it's gotta be something that you could only do in that location, okay? So that's the key, making it something that's a part of your business, whether it's a conference, whether it's a mastermind, meeting a client, meeting a vendor, whatever. Tip number two is you have to know what parts are deductible. So if your travel's involving paying for people not involved in your business, like your wife or husband or your kids, you've got to understand what costs are deductible and even more important, what costs are not deductible. So first, any costs that can be traced directly to the person involved with the business is deductible. So we're talking things like your airline ticket. Each individual person buys their own airline ticket. So it's easy to say that the person involved in the business, his ticket was $250. That portion is tax deductible. On top of that, there are individual meals, obviously the conference or meeting costs. Anything that you can attribute directly to that person is an easy tax write-off. But on top of that, any shared costs are also tax deductible. So something like a hotel room, right? The, the person involved in the business gets a hotel room, but then his wife or her husband and all the kids stay in the hotel room with him. Well, that full cost of the hotel room is still tax deductible because he, he had to have a hotel room, okay? doesn't matter that other people are using it. Same thing with a rental car. So the bottom line is you have to know ahead of time which costs are tax deductible and which portions are not tax deductible. And finally, for this one, I want you to know, understand how to deduct it on a percentage basis. Okay, I don't want you to sit there and track each hour you're doing business and each hour you're not doing business. I just want you to do it on a day basis. Okay, so every day that you do something significantly work-related, that's a day of business travel. So if you went on a five-day vacation, spent three of it at a conference, your business travel is, or your travel in general is 60% tax deductible. Okay. If you went on a 10-day vacation, five days were business-related, it's 50% tax deductible. So that's how you determine which parts are tax deductible. Know what is and isn't deductible, and then know what percentage. All right. And third, and my final tip involving travel is to consider rental properties. And I know that that kind of scares a lot of people, just hearing the word rental property. But in my opinion, it's the absolute best way you can turn your everyday travel or every year travel into a tax deduction. And what you want to do is find a place that you go to every year. So maybe it's somewhere where your family lives or somewhere where your in-laws live. Or maybe you just take a vacation down to a certain place in Florida every single year. If you, buy a vaca- or if you buy a rental property in that location and you spend some time while you're there checking out your rental property, making a small improvement here or there, talking with your renter, now all of a sudden this trip that you take every year for family or vacation or whatever is now a deduction on your tax return. Okay, so like I said, rental properties aren't for everyone. John, I know that you have some and we, we use this for travel and yours, but 
if you're willing to consider it, it's an awesome tax write-off. So those are the three tips I want you to consider. As always, these tips come with the caveat of using basic common sense. So don't just make up some bogus work purpose for your business trip and then try to write it off in your taxes. Find a way to get real expenses on this trip. Okay, in the, in the off chance you're ever audited, the IRS is gonna want you to answer the question, how did this trip that you're writing off increase the income in your business? You wanna have a legitimate answer to that. You wanna say, I went to the World Domination Summit and learned some tips and implemented them in my business. I went to a mastermind, we discussed X, Y, and Z, and I used it in my business. But if you're doing this legitly, if you're doing it the right way, like I said, you can take the cost of your travel down by 30 to 50% just by making it a tax write-off. Josh, that's awesome. I love how you say that like very basic, you know, if somebody asks you, how did this help you increase the growth of your business? Like that seems pretty common sense and very easy, easy for you to determine like, okay, yes, I, that does qualify or no, it doesn't. So I'd love that you added that. Yeah, exactly. It might even be a good idea to just take some type of journal and everything that you're going to claim as a business reason, just put, put your reason underneath it. How did this help my business? What I, what I'm claiming today. Fire Nation, what gets written down gets measured. These are awesome tips, Josh. I want to thank you. And of course, Fire Nation, CPAonfire.com. Mr. Josh Bowerly, the entrepreneur on fire CPA himself. He's always there. He has some great resources on his page. Reach out, have an email with him, have a consultation with him, chat with him. Make sure that you are going to take your tax situation in 2015 as seriously as you need to, which is very seriously. Come up with a plan. It's the way to go for sure. And Josh, thank you, buddy, for hanging out. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having me. See you guys next month. (laughs) Thanks, Josh. Thanks. So Fire Nation, what else went down in April for us? Let me tell you a couple quick things. We had a little bit of a conference hangover, meaning we were doing back-to-back-to-back conferences. I was speaking, Kate was speaking. It was a lot of hotel rooms, a lot of travel, and just a lot of people, you know, having that same conversation over and over again. Oh yeah, I'm the founder of a podcast where I interview entrepreneurs. Like, it's all fun and I love it, but it, it was a lot. And I came back from it and I said to myself, John, you need to have your brain be thinking about things that aren't always business. So I can kind of work my creative muscle in my mind and think outside of the box. So I dug into the archives, not the business archives of Entrepreneur on Fire, which by the way, episodes one to 300 are available in iTunes, but I dug into the JLD archives and what I pulled out was a novel that I wrote during my 13-month deployment to Iraq, where, just like now, I knew that I had to have some kind of diversion, something that was taking my mind off going out in full battle route every day and getting shot at or you know, just having encounters with the enemy. Like I had to have my mind elsewhere when I was on my downtime. So I wrote a book. I wrote 10 pages every single day for the entirety of my deployments. And what came out was a book, now a novel, called The Ancients. And I'm a huge LOTR fan, Lord of the Rings, for you people out there who are feeling me, Game of Thrones, The Hobbit, Narnia, even, you know, people that like Harry Potter. I mean, this is for you. This is something that I wrote where... Essentially, it's the battle for survival and freedom of humans, elves, dwarves, 
orcs, dragons. It's all in there. It was a pure entertainment piece that I wrote. It's just, it was a ton of fun writing it. I can remember it like it was yesterday, even though it was 2003 and 2004. And let me tell you, coming back now, reading it again is flooding me with memories. And it just gave me an aha moment to turn it into a podcast. I love the medium of podcasts. Let's have some fun with the ancient. So Fire Nation, I have launched The Ancient, which is a podcast now available in iTunes. I use a lot of really fun sound effects, like there's fire arrows and there's breathing dragons and there's bells tolling. I'm really having a lot of fun with this. This is kind of like my off time. This is kind of my hobby, so to speak. A lot of people are always asking me, John, what's your hobby? Never had a great answer for them. I do now. I'm bringing the ancient to the world via a podcast. So Fire Nation, I would love if any of those like Lord of the Rings, Narnia sounds interesting to you. If you've ever enjoyed Game of Thrones or Harry Potter, give the ancient a listen. It's obviously it's free. It's there's just a few episodes out now, but I'm going to be releasing more in the future. Just go to eofire.com slash the ancients. That'll take you right to iTunes and you can subscribe and you can listen and I would love your feedback. So that's eofire.com slash the ancients. And I'm here to talk about it. It's a passion project of mine for sure. So anybody that wants to shoot me an email, John and Entrepreneur on Fire, I'm always happy to talk about this new passion project, The Ancient, and get some feedback on, you know, maybe some ways I can improve it going forward. This is my first kind of jump into the world of fantasy and entertainment, so to speak. So, Fire Nation, as always, everything that we're talking about today, eofire.com slash income20. That's going to bring you directly to the show notes page for links to all this greatness that we're talking about. And the next topic is revamping of the fire path. So I'm going to just turn it over to Kate because this is her baby, literally. So Kate, take it away. I want to just hang out with the ancient real quick because I started listening to this at the gym and you talk about the sound effects and everything that you have going on. <laughs> you seriously had me like dodging arrows on the elliptical at the gym. This the podcast is so legit. Um, <laughs> and I had so much fun listening to it because it's so cool to hear you. I mean, you get like the same type of fired up and <laughs> just like really, you know, passionate about this podcast and this novel that you've written. It's really cool to listen to you read it. So I highly recommend you guys check it out. And Brandy just nailed the artwork. Oh, on yes. This. I can't even believe it. When you showed this to me, I was like, oh, my gosh, that looks like a motion picture. <laughs> it probably is a future motion major, major motion picture. <laughs> really cool. Congrats on that, Thanks, my love. Um, cool. So the revamp of the fire path. I have so much to share about my lessons learned with the fire path. As John said, this is my baby and I probably treat it way too much like my baby because <laughs> I've now been working on the fire path pretty much since I started at Entrepreneur on Fire. And it's, you know, actually much like the ancient, this has been such a passion project of mine because it was really kind of the first thing that John, you and I chatted about it and you were like, Kate, why don't you just take this and run with it? Like, it seems like you're really in tune with it. You're really digging it. You're really looking to help people who are just starting out because at the time I was just starting out 
in a lot of ways, I kind of still feel like I'm just starting <laughs> out. I mean, we have a, a very successful business and, you know, we, we know a lot of stuff, but, you know, me launching the Firepath course, that was all a learning curve for me because it was the first time that I actually went out there and did it completely on my own. Of course, I was lucky to have you to lean on, John. Um, but the revamp of the Firepath, it was just a major aha moment for me in mid-April. The numbers don't lie. We went from over 50 sales in March to three in April. Isn't that crazy? Mm. Over 50 sales in March. That was the month that I launched the Firepath course and we were doing live webinars. I did two live webinars. So that's where all of the sales came from more or less. There's maybe one or two that weren't directly from the webinars, but I was determined to figure out why this major drop in sales, because I was pretty much looking to come out hard with the launch of the Firepath course. And then my goal, and John, you and I talked about this a bunch, was to pretty much automate that sales process. The Firepath is quite a low investment. It's only 197 for the entire course. It's self-paced. So you get to jump in there. And what the Firepath is, is a step-by-step -step look at how you and I created, grew, and started to monetize Entrepreneur on Fire. What are the types of questions that we get every single day from our audience? How did you guys do this? How'd you guys do that? What happened when you started to grow? What was that tipping point for you guys? The Firepath course looks to lay all of that out in depth, video tutorials, very step-by-step. -step. If you listen to my podcast, Kate's Take, you know I'm all about diving really deep and getting really specific on the exact steps that you need to take to make something happen. That's what the Firepath is all about. So I'm revamping it, not only the look of it, but also the campaign that goes with it, the entrance to the Firepath, the course itself. I'm redoing some of the video modules. And this was actually a part of my huge lesson learned for April. So I won't go too much in depth, but just know that April has was very consumed uh, with me focusing on really getting the fire path revamped. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited to share it with Fire Nation and uh, we'll chat a bit more about that and lessons learned. So one thing that happens, Fire Nation, when you hit a couple home runs as an entrepreneur, and we've definitely done that. I mean, Podcasters Paradise, Grand Slam. I mean, unbelievable the results we've had from and continue to have from that. Webinar on fire, home run, absolutely. Sales come in all the time for that. You know, you kind of forget that this is tough. This is tough, tough, tough to create a product, to create a service that people are willing to vote for with their wallets. And, you know, even us now who have built up a great name, great credibility, great authority in the entrepreneurial space, you know, here's Kate launching the fire path and struggling. So we just want you to know, like, we know it's tough. We're, you know, we're still struggling on a lot of different areas. And that's why I know personally that the fire path is such a great product because the people, you know, will just pony up, you know, the, what is it? $197 for it then you know that's going to get to them to where they need to be so they are starting to have success and and, and we're putting in all of these lessons that we're learning through our continued failure so this you know is something that has definitely been a focus of entrepreneur fire for a long time and will continue to be so so we would love for you to check it out and where can people find out more kate you can grab the firepath roadmap over at thefirepath.com and that's free right the roadmap all free all Yay. free. Yeah, that'll be that's kind of like the um, 
intro sequence and it's going to give you the step-by-step guide that we use to create Entrepreneur on Fire. So we're calling it the Fire Path Roadmap. Perfect. Well, speaking of paradise and how it is just a grand slam, and it truly is, but even when you create something like paradise that has such success, there's still times you need to step back, take a deep breath and say, what can we do to continue to improve podcasters paradise? And you're listening to this on probably May 5th, um, because it's a Tuesday, maybe on May 6th, um, which is going to be a Wednesday. If you listen to it any later than this, this won't be as applicable to you. But if you are listening to this either Monday the 5th or, um, sorry, Tuesday the 5th or Wednesday the 6th, you know, there's something that we have going on right now. We have decided to close the doors to Podcasters Paradise to new members for a significant amount of time. Coming this Wednesday, May 6th at 9 p.m. Eastern, we are not going to be allowing new members to join Podcasters Paradise. Now, we're doing this for a number of reasons. We are bringing on new staff that we're training as we're about to talk the Podcasters Paradise hub meetups that we're doing around the world, the accountability matchmaking that we're doing with every single Paradise that joins with another individual at their similar place in the journey. We're going to be updating videos. We're going to be doing so much inside of Podcasters Paradise and having to still continue to onboard new members as we do this would be a strain to the system. So we just said, you know what? Let's focus on the current members within. Let's get this new staff up and trained, these tutorials up and updated. Let's improve all the processes within. And then we're going to open the doors back up down the road. So if you're listening to this on May 5th or May 6th, you still have until the 6th at 9 p.m. Eastern to jump in before the doors close, which would behoove you because we have a bonus for those that do. And when Paradise reopens in the future, and again, it's going to be a decent time before it reopens, the price will be higher and we may be taking away lifetime access and moving to a monthly and annual recurring model. So That is what's going on in the world of Paradise right now. We're really excited about being able to sink our teeth into just improving it as a whole. And Kate, that kind of brings us to the Paradise Hub meetups, which is part of the reason why we're closing the doors to perfect this process. So why don't you step in, introduce uh, Lisa. Um, She's not on with us right now, but just introduce her to Fire Nation and as a new team member of ours and what her role is. Yeah. So Lisa, new member to the Entrepreneur on Fire team. So, so stoked to have her on board with us. She's been with us actually for a few months now, but she is part-time. So she actually only started off at five hours per week. We've since moved her to 10 hours per week and really, really excited that she's helping us with this revamp or not revamp, but upgrade, if you will, of Podcasters Paradise that John just talked about. So a couple of the major projects that she's been taking on and really helping us get to full steam are the Paradise Hub Meetups. And as John mentioned, the Paradise Accountability Partner Program, which John, I actually took a look before we started this recording. We've matched up nearly 550 people in Podcasters Paradise. How cool is that? That's amazing. And the feedback that we get from the people that we match up, they're like lifelong friends. Yeah. 
And a lot of people are actually now making these connections on their own. They hear about the accountability partner program, but then like they start a conversation in the Facebook group and they just start to form their own little <laughs> groups, which is so cool. But it's just really, really neat to go into our like backend process and see that we've helped connect nearly 550 accountability <laughs> partners. Um, just really, really exciting, you know? And I think that that's like something to talk about too, is that we don't just talk about the things that help us in our business. We don't just talk about what we think works. Accountability, partnership, mastermind tribes, meetups, these things are so priceless. And so we're not only going to talk about them and share with you how they've helped us on our journey in the programs and the communities that we create. We are truly dedicated to helping other people experience this. And that's why the accountability partner program is so important to us and also the hub meetups. So the Paradise Hubs are something that we started back in Q4 2014 as a way to help Paradisers who were in the same city actually get together in person. When we started it in Q4, I was managing it on my own. And so as kind of like introducing it to the community, we were doing it just once per quarter. And Oh my gosh, I've learned so many lessons <laughs> along the way, what it takes to coordinate meetups. Um, and, but that's been a really cool learning experience. And I've been lucky to chat with other people who I know do this very successfully in their um, communities, like the Fizzle guys. They were nice enough to jump on the line with me and chat with me about their Fizzle meetups. John, as you know, they successfully hold meetups around the globe. I, I think they do it monthly. Yeah. Lots of lessons learned. And it's again, it's been amazing to have Lisa on the team because we can have Lisa put her full focus on these hub meetups. So what we've done, even just in the last couple of weeks with Lisa, her and I have been working really closely together. We've now moved the meetups to monthly meetups instead of quarterly. Um, we're really trying to gain that traction and momentum for them. And we know if we start doing a monthly that that will get people more in the habit of attending them. And we're up to 11 cities right now around the globe. We have people in London meeting up. We have people in Dallas, Texas meeting up. We have people in Florida meeting up. We have people in San Diego meeting up, Atlanta. I mean, there's just so many awesome cities that this is happening in. And so we chose the hubs based on whether or not there were more than 10 podcast paradise or podcast paradise members in that area. So that's how we establish them. And, you know, with the help of Lisa, we're just really taking this to the next level. We're getting ready to send out hub leader kits. So we actually have hub leaders in each of these locations who help us coordinate and manage the meetups every month. So we're going to be sending them some cool little kits to help them, you know, kind of draw excitement and, and get real fired up about these. Um, John, you and I had the opportunity to attend the one that was here in San Diego. Uh we have something like 40 members in <laughs> San Diego, which is so cool. Um, and so you and I had the pleasure of actually, funny enough, walking, what, a quarter mile to yeah, that. Yeah. And we had a really great time meeting up with the Paradisers here in San Diego. We have a couple of pictures of that over on the report. So as John mentioned, eofire.com slash income 20. And yeah, we just really encourage you if you're not currently meeting up with an accountability partner, if you don't currently have a mastermind tribe that you're a part of, you know, jump on meetup.com. Check out a free online community where you can start making those connections. Having these this type of support in your on your journey is 
I just don't even know what to say other than it's priceless and it's going to get you where you want to be a lot faster. Absolutely. And all of these things that Kate are saying, Fire Nation, we are just finding over and over again the value that people that are attending, that are making the effort, are getting out of this. So you can see why we're so excited about Podcasters Paradise. You can see why we're going to close the door to give us just a little breathing room for some, some time and just perfect everything about these processes. But if you're listening before May 6th at 9 p.m., you can just head over to podcastersparadise.com and join before we close the doors. Or if you want to just hear a little more details about everything that we have going on that Kate and I were just talking about and more, as well as the bonuses for joining before uh, the 6th at 9 p.m., you can go to eofire.com slash close. just the letters close. And Kate, I'm pretty excited to keep things podcast focus right now because we're going to talk about the Podcasters Paradise Cruise. We are setting sail November 1st to to November 7th out of Fort Lauderdale. We're hitting Jamaica, Haiti, the Grand Cayman Islands. This is going to be an epic cruise. But what's so epic about it, Fire Nation, myself, Kate, Andrew Warner from Mixergy, Chase Reeves from Fizzle, Chris Brogan, Donald Kelly, Jill and Josh Stanton from Screw the 9 to 5, Tim Page from Lead Pages, Omar Zenholm, $100 MBA, Farnoosh Torabi from So Money, Chris Ducca from ChrisDucca.com. We are all speakers on this. And the hosts, Dan, Dan Franks and Jared Easley, who are the founders and hosts of Podcast Movement. So these guys know events. They are running the entire back end. So it is going to be such an amazing cruise. We've already sold a number of tickets. We're actually getting close to being sold out on our VIP tickets. And those are pretty special as well. But this is just going to be an epic trip. We're doing a lot of cool things. We're going to be doing incredible presentations from stage. We're going to be doing some killer panels, but then we're also going to be doing hot seats where you, the actual cruise attendee, are going to have speakers. We are going to be putting you on the hot seat and your business on the hot seat and dissecting your business. Chris Brogan is going to be giving you advice on your business. And guess what? You're on a boat with all of us for seven days. So if this interests you, if you know maybe having a scotch with Chris Ducker or um, a, a Bloody Mary with Tim Page, if any of this excites you, then you need to head over to podcastcruise.com. You can see right there, the value of this cruise is just priceless. But the actual conference ticket is so small, so little that these are gonna be gone soon because as soon as we get to 50, we're done, we're cut off, and we're approaching that number every single day as sales are coming in. So check out podcastcruise.com. It has all the details with all the speakers, all the specifics, the itinerary, how awesome it's gonna be for you, and just the incredible reasonable cost of this is is out of control. And I mean, we've, we've just got some great packages uh, set up as well. So Kate, anything you wanna uh, add about Podcast Cruise? I just can't agree more with you on this lineup. I mean, when else are you going to have the opportunity (laughs) to be with just you and 50 other people? I mean, the intimacy of this event is already crazy. Not to mention, we're going to be hanging out on a cruise ship in the Caribbean with Andrew Warner, Chase Reeves, Chris Brogan. I mean, it's 
really pretty unbelievable the type of experience that this cruise is going to bring to the people who attend and their families too you know oh, yeah. i think that what's really cool is that we're allowing attendees to actually you know bring your family along and the speakers if you are bringing family along mm-hmm. yeah my parents are like when do i get to buy my <laughs> ticket my parents are so excited yeah i think my parents are gonna tickets. go too See, I mean, that's awesome. I, you know, we talk a lot about support and how important that is. And a lot of the times as online business owners, as entrepreneurs, as podcasters, our family doesn't get it. They just haven't been exposed or around us in a setting where they actually see us in action. You know, they see us hovered over our computer with a microphone in our face and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, and, and so that's why another reason why I think this cruise is so incredibly valuable because this is an opportunity for you to bring your family into what you're working on, what you're doing, what, what it is that you're investing so much time and energy and passion into. And again, I just think this is going to be an experience like no other. So I'm excited uh, about our 50 person cruise and our insane speaker lineup. I can't wait to spend time with these people and we'll be excited to set sail. And it's going to be significant time. I mean, you're going to be on a boat with these people and it's just so much fun. I mean, I'm just going to even go ahead and say it. I mean, the conference ticket price is $2,000 Fire Nation. That for seven days on this boat, I mean, it's just unbelievable. So go check it out, podcastcruise.com. You can get all the details there. And Kate, we're sticking on water or at least near water, but definitely tropical stuff. When we are talking about our little prep for TTT, Tropical Think Tank 2015, you know, I got to say straight up, number one, I'm honored to be the only returning speaker from 2014, which was epic with Pat Flynn, Amy Porterfield, Natalie Sisson, Greg Hickman. I mean, a great lineup across the board. I'm returning to be, to be the opening keynote on a killer lineup to include Kate Erickson, Lewis Howes, Nick Unsworth, Michael O'Neill, James Schramko, Darren Rouse. Unbelievable. I mean, this thing has been sold out for a while, understandably. But uh, I just got to say, like, we leave in like two days. Are you ready, Kate? <laughs> that is a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> Case like I'm wearing my bikini right now. <laughs> <laughs> I could not be more excited to head to the Philippines. This will be my first trip. Um, I was not able to attend in 2014, but for good reason. I was holding down the business back yeah, then. Yeah, girl. Uh, I'll still be holding down the business in 2015. Because <laughs> I'll be drinking my time. <laughs> so excited to go hang with Chris Ducker. And oh my gosh, the people that are going to be attending this, Chris just let us into the private Facebook group last night. And oh, the crew that is coming to Tropical Think Tank, I'm so stoked to be spending time with these people. Really, really amazing, inspiring entrepreneurs who are looking to take their business to the next level. And like you said, John, the speaker lineup, I'm excited to be hanging with my girl, Amy Schmittenhauer. Yeah. And yeah, all-star lineup of speakers, really 50 amazing attendees. And we get to go to Hong Kong afterwards. Yeah. The Duckers are taking Kate and I on a little couple's getaway trip to Hong Kong afterwards, which is awesome because they are very familiar with the city. We hear it's an amazing city. And to have somebody that knows the behind the scenes of it makes it just priceless. So we'll be taking great pictures. Instagram will be on Fire Nation 
left and right and right and left. We can't forget that we are actually flying out our, our Filipinos because they live in the Philippines, but the Philippines, I mean, the, the, the islands are like from Southern California to Alaska. That's like, that's how spread out they are. So we're flying our Filipinos VAs into Cebu because neither of them live on that island. They're going to be hanging out all weekend. We're going to have a great long breakfast and strategy session with them the first day, which is going to be a lot of fun. So we are getting to meet our VAs in person. So Jess and JM, if you're listening, look out. We're coming into town. We're looking forward to meeting up with everybody. And uh, yeah, just a lot of awesomeness on our plates for May. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I can't wait to meet Jess and JM. John, you got to meet her last year because you flew her out to TTT last year as well. But I've never met JM. I've never met Jess. JM's been on our team since pre-day one. Mm. Jess just hit her one-year anniversary about a month and a half ago. So it's going to be so cool to be hanging out with them and, you know, in person. Yeah. I can't wait. So Fire Nation, let's move on to the April 2015 income breakdown. Our product and service income was $272,000. So a great month for us, um, for all accounts. Paradise was $134,000 invoice total. Webinar on Fire was just under $31,000. Our sponsorship revenue was $94,000. I mean, this by far was our biggest sponsorship revenue month. You know, as our downloads continue to increase, as does our sponsorship income. And we also had some out rolls um, of like 99 designs and another company as well. It was Top Tal. So that was a big, oh, and High Five too. So we had some great out rolls as well. And Fire Nation Elite, our mastermind was just under 10K. And um, just a lot of other things that added up to the 272. But again, eofire.com slash income 20. You can get it all. Our affiliate, we rocked it with Bluehost again, 3,000. Ramit Sethi, we promote his three courses, Fire Nation, which by the way, if you... Um, just want to sign up and get, and they're, they're free for a long time. And there's just a lot of value through his emails. And then they do lead into a course. Um, but man, I'll tell you, we made uh, just over $9,000 in the month of April. Um, over the course of a couple months, that was like an affiliate payout. But that just shows you how valuable these courses are. Yeah. What Ramit dishes out in his email (laughs) series is insane. Yeah, it is. It really is just so much value. And, you know, we have the link to that um, right at eofire.com slash income 20. And you can actually just go to eofire.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. And that'll take you right to the three courses. Um, coaching referrals was over $3,400. So if you're looking for a mentor, I have great mentors that I just kind of hand you off to and and you have a 15 minute get acquainted call. And then you decide if you want to continue to actually have a mentorship from that coach. It's totally your call, but it's a free 15 minute call. That's an absolute that I insist upon with anybody that I, uh, any coaches that I refer Fire Nation to, because I really believe in that 15 minute free get acquainted call before any money is exchanged. So that's always a good option. If you're looking for a coach, Fire Nation, got some great ones for you. And yeah, let's move on down to um, business expenses. So that total gross income was 298195 And our business expenses were $71,000. Some of the big ones were advertising. You know, we promote heavily on Facebook and YouTube and other places. Um, we do pay out a lot in affiliate commissions for Podcast Paradise affiliates over 10 k 
Um, we also, let's see, another big one was travel, almost $4,000. So we're not messing around, Fire Nation. We, we get out and about. Uh, but as you heard from Josh, that just has taken down our taxable income in the long run. So our net profit was $226,734 in John's pocket and Kate's pocketbook. So uh, can't complain for April. And I'll pass it to Kate to talk about lesson learned in April. So I already chatted a bit about my aha to just get a little revamp going on the fire path. And my big aha was my lesson learned in April. And that was tell them what they want, give them what they need. And what I mean by this is I spent so much time putting together the fire path, the content, the video modules, the workbooks, the welcome sequence and all of this stuff and everywhere. Every time I was talking about the fire path, every time I was chatting with somebody to see if it was right for them, I was talking about the importance of the foundation of your business, which is so incredibly important because a lot of people come to us with questions about how to grow and monetize their business. That's really what people want to know about. They want to know how to grow their audience and they want to know how to create products and services to help them monetize. Well, from my standpoint, what I was kept focusing on is that when I would have conversations with these people, the reason why they weren't growing their audience or monetizing was because they didn't have that foundation in place. When I would talk to them about their avatar, they weren't really sure who their avatar was for, you know, 100%. And when I talked to them about how wide their, uh, their niche, or I guess, lack their of niche was, you know, they didn't really understand how they could get more specific than that. And so all of these things, you know, building relationships, um, really finding a business idea that you're not only passionate about, but that you have experience in and that there's a need out there for all of these foundational things for your business. I, they were missing them. I knew they were because when I asked them, okay, let's think about why you're not growing and monetizing right now. It always came back to that stuff. So John, when I came out with a fire path, that's what I was pitching people. I'm like, you need a strong foundation for your business in order to grow and monetize. So I kept hammering that. I kept really focusing and driving people to the fact that the reason you're not growing and monetizing is because you need a strong foundation. Well, it turns out people didn't want to learn about creating a strong foundation. People didn't want to hear me tell them that they needed to define their avatar and identify their niche. What they wanted was for me to tell them how to grow and monetize their business. But what they needed was to learn how a foundation plays into that. So my big aha, my lesson learned in April, and we talk about this so much, which is why I thought it was really interesting to take a step back and see myself going through this, is that I was listening to my audience, but what I was listening to was how I wanted to pitch this information to them. You know, for me, it was very logical that they needed a strong foundation in order to get where they wanted to be. But that's not actually what they wanted to be hearing from me. That's not what they needed in a course. So when I finally took a step back and realized that how I was talking about the fire path, the the, uh, tagline for the fire path, the logo for the fire path, the welcome sequence for the fire path, 
I mean, my whole thing when when I first came out with a fire path was the four essential principles every business needs. And, you know, that sounds all fine and good. Of course, everybody wants to know what the four essential principles are. But again, at the end of the day, they want to know how to grow and monetize (laughs) their business. And so really getting to understand this, I got on probably five or six calls that were like 15 or 20 minutes long with a couple members from the beta group that I did with a couple people who are actually going through the course right now. And I talked to them. I sat and I listened to what they were saying about what information they wanted. And every single time it came back, Kate, I want to learn how to grow and monetize my business. And so it finally flipped the switch in my head. I need to start telling people what they want and then I'll give them what they want. The fire path is definitely going to talk to you about how to grow and monetize your business, but I'm also going to give them what they need. And that's the root, the foundation of your business. So I'm working on revamping the opt-in. Like we talked about earlier, it's going to be the fire path roadmap. Now I'm bringing a lot more of entrepreneur on fire into this because before a lot of people told me that they thought I was purposefully separating the fire path from entrepreneur on fire, which I never intended to do. So that was really interesting feedback to hear. And so I'm really trying to bring more of entrepreneur on fire into this because legit, the fire path is the lessons that we've learned from creating, growing and monetizing our business. I'm just sharing with you exactly what we've learned over two and a half years. So huge lesson learned. If you're currently offering something to your audience and you don't feel like it's sticking, if you have a campaign that's not converting, if you're offering an opt-in giveaway, but nobody's actually biting, really think about what people want from you. I know is really tempting to give them what they need because you know that that can help them. And that's where I got stuck. But you need to tell them what they want and then you can give them what they need. Fire Nation, these calls to action that Kay's talking about right now and and just really the absorption of them, it's just critical for every single part of our business. It's how you as a business owner need to look at things. It says you it's how you as a consumer of products and services need to look at things before you jump into it. So let me leave you with three final calls to action from today's chat, our income report for April 2015. And then Kate, I'm going to hand it back over to you for just like a sentence or two for a little piece out. But you, Fire Nation, take away these three things. You know, number one, you heard what Kate's been talking about. She put a lot of time, a lot of effort. Visit thefirepath.com. Grab the free roadmap and just really absorb it and see if it clicks with you, if it connects with you. And that's a completely free resource. If you're listening to this before Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern on May 6th, go to podcastersparadise.com and jump in if you're interested. Before we do close the doors to new members, grab that bonus. We'd love to see you in. We want you to be one of those people who we're focusing on for the next upcoming you know, weeks that we're going to be keeping the paradise doors closed. And then finally, if you've got a little tingle in the fingers and we're talking about podcastcruise.com, go there. Go to podcastcruise.com. Check out what the Podcasters Paradise Cruise is all about. I look forward to seeing you there. I'm going to bid adieu, hand it back over to Kate. Peace out, Fire Nation. Fire Nation, thanks for hanging out with us today. As you've heard John and I talk and Josh too about some really 
great tips for how you could be growing your business, the tips for deducting travel expenses, the tips for listening to your audience and giving them what they want. All of these things, we've been feeding you the information. It's time to go take action. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.